it is spring break week for my daughter, which means that I have so much more time in my day. Yes, I take my kid to school and I pick her up and I hear that I'm gonna miss all of this one day. So I'm gonna keep doing it and until she can drive at least. And then, and then obviously I won't be doing it anymore. So, um, but with that frees up a lot of time in my week. I have a really low call schedule this week, which is super nice. Um, so it's a perfect opportunity to get stuff done. Like my son moved out and so therefore I have his old bedroom to recreate and turn into my office. However, it has to be de-gutted, decluttered and gutted first. Um, so getting all of his stuff, like I worked in it for an hour the other day and why do people keep so many empty shoe boxes and empty electronic boxes? Like we like overflowed our recycling because there were so many boxes. Like I will admit, I do keep a box for about a month after I buy something because the return is so much easier, right? Like, but we're talking two plus year old boxes. I mean, I don't really know for sure. I'm assuming. Um, but it's like, I get to work on that this week because of my lower cost schedule. Um, I have huge plans this week to continue to talk about my inner circle, which we have 10 spots because I decided last week I'm capping it because I don't want a big container. I just, every single time I have been in a inner circle or a mastermind that grows and gets too big, it loses the... I don't, I don't know the word. It loses the feel, the family feel. And I love that. I love being in a place where I feel like I can say whatever I want to say. I can vent if I need to vent. I can um, cheer myself on. I can talk about confidential things, right? And I love having that kind of container. And I never want my inner circle members and those are listening. I love you. I never want them to feel like they're just a number. And I have gotten so much success from masterminds and inner circles that I've been a part of. And it just took me realizing with my new coach that I don't want that. The reason I've never grown it over 25 is because I don't want over 25 in it. It just makes sense, right? It's kind of like that manifesting, like the two clients that left, um, I think I told you guys, that's the two clients that left, they were an afterthought on my journaling, right? Because I can't be without, right, that money. And then they left because I literally manifested it because I, it was an afterthought. It was a, a scarcity mindset that led me to write that down. Not a growth mindset, knowing that I should get rid of them because more will come to me. Having that abundance and believing in that. And so I was technically always manifesting never having over 25. I think, I think we've had 26 at one point. But it's so important to me to make that. That's my favorite place to be. I love being in their presence. I love, I learn from them. I love pouring into them. I love helping them grow their business. It lights me up 
And so why would I want to create a container that didn't do that? I'm not saying it'll always stay 25 and I'll never go up to 30, but right now I just have no desire for it to go any bigger. One of the things that I do in um, the visible inner circle is we do SOS calls and those are very important to me because you don't always need a call, but there are moments in our businesses where we need an SOS moment. We need to reach out. We need to talk to our mentor, right? And there's also uh, the marketing mentor on the go. So they always have access to me through, um, well, it used, we used to call it Voxer, but now we're using Telegram because we're in love with Telegram. It's just for people who hate group messaging and hate messaging, like it's the perfect tool because literally it takes you right to the last message that you were that you read and I think I hate scrolling back trying to figure out what was the last thing I read I love just being able to be taken there and so Voxer people if you're listening to me you should totally like fix Voxer to do that because I do love Voxer except for that fact so um anyhow so I have been talking about the inner circle a lot because I know it is the thing that I I love it is the place that I love to be Um, and not the only place I love to be but my favorite place to be we'll say that and it's just magical what it can do for your business and a lot of times um, well actually this is interesting Dan Henry who is a billionaire did a study and he was asking all these coaches so of over 10k coaches so or sorry I think he did under 10k and under I think 15 to like 30,000 and then over 30,000 a month coaches um, and service providers and their biggest support system was not one-on-one coaching which was interesting they got the most from inner circles and masterminds because they had the mentor there but they also had peers and that was what was magical so magical um and that's what again I love about an inner circle because there's so many varieties of businesses there um and all at different levels but one call we had a couple weeks ago you know everybody had we were all feeling like the feels right and I just came off of that and um I reached out to all of them because it was a very emotional call and I reached out to all of them afterwards and the theme I heard was it just felt good to not be alone <sighs> it just feels good to be heard it just feels good to be able to talk about it in a safe space isn't that amazing like doesn't that feel amazing you know my spouse even though he owns a business it's totally different He just doesn't understand. He doesn't have to market his business. He doesn't have to um, do all the ins and outs, build relationships and all the things for his business. Um, He doesn't get to do that. We'll say that. It's not a necessity in his business um, because he owns uh, mineral rights, basically. So it's a totally different ballgame. He doesn't understand what it's like. And so I can talk to him about it. 
there's only a certain level of understanding, right? There's not, there's like, oh, I understand. I see what you're going through, but there's no, I understand. I feel what you're going through. And I think that's so important to surround yourself with people who feel what you're going through. They feel it because they've been there or they feel it because they've been there and overcame it. Right. And they know that there's light at the end of the tunnel and they cheer you on and encourage you. There is light at the end of the tunnel. It's going to get better. And sometimes we need to hear that. Even though in the feelings, we're feeling the feels, right? And that's important too. I learned that from a mindset coach. One of the things I wanted to do was block the feelings and just not feel them. And she's like, no, that's, that's just, that's, that's a disaster. We don't want, we want to feel the feelings and set with them and then move forward and I'm like okay you're right you're right I'm just trying to run away from it so I get it but anyhow I want you to think about your business and this is something that I'm really taking in from my new mentor too is why do we think things have to be a certain way why I used to think that live video was the only way to grow your business clearly we've seen that TikTok and reels have proven that that's not true. Video, visibility, huge to grow your business. Can you grow your business without getting visible, without getting on video? Absolutely. Questions are, are you willing to spend ads? Are you willing to dive deeper into your person so that every time you talk, they feel like you're speaking right to them? It's going to be a slower process, but you can still grow. Could you work with local businesses and go to networking groups and position yourself there? Absolutely. You absolutely could. But if you want bigger growth, if you want program growth, if you want course growth, if you want a membership growth, visibility is going to help. And so many people create programs and get so upset that they're not taking off. It's hard for me to grow a program. And I am immensely visible, right? So it's all about putting in that time, sowing the seeds, showing up, building those relationships with your audience. The other thing is that everybody has always told me sales calls, sales calls, sales calls, sales calls. Legit. I've sold five people, not one-on-one, one-on-one done for you. Totally different. All of those have been sales calls. Um, but programs, inner circle, I sold like less than probably three people, three people max, three people maybe on a sales call because I just don't want to convince people. I don't want that. I want you to convince yourself. I want you to know what you need. I want you to stretch yourself. You know, I literally, you know, joined this coach and spent the most money ever and then turned around and paid for over half of it because I was willing to stretch myself and scare the crap out of myself, right? I was willing to do that and put myself out there. It wasn't that I it was like I had all this money overflowing and I could afford it. I was stretching myself to afford it, right? Stretching. And so... Along with that, right, not doing sales calls, 
you know, giving, um, I think Myron Golden says, he's, Myron Golden is like $25,000 an hour if you want a co- coaching call with him. And he's very unapologetic about it. And he says, I want people to work to have to work with me. Like, I don't want to make it easy for them. Because that means they're going to value it all that much more. How many people have bought a $27 offer or $47 offer? Something that seems so simple. Or maybe maybe $1,000 isn't a lot to you, right? And you've just not done it. Because there wasn't enough skin in the game. And just like pricing, what skin in the game to you is different from skin in the game to me, right? It's, it's all relative. So I want you to think about things that you've done in your business that you feel like you have to do. I don't want to do sales calls for my inner circle anymore. It's just not, I don't need to. I've had people that join that I didn't know at all. Sure, they were on my email list or they found me on TikTok as a cold lead, warmed themselves up and made them hotter on Instagram filled out my application and said yes I also removed the application I also removed the contract number one I don't want barriers and the lack mindset that I was in it was really hard for me to see what I would be doing in a year from now when I joined my first year program I don't want anybody to feel that way because I know I can help them envision the future Envision what can happen for them. So many times I have heard, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to. When I ask for support with my inner circle and growing it, that's everything. You got to get on sales calls. You got to get on sales calls. You got to get on sales calls. No, I actually don't have to get on sales calls. People know how to DM me. They know how to message me. They know how to email me. I asked my coach, I said, so if I said this was a deal breaker, if we didn't get on a sales call when I was coming to join you and pay you $3,333 a month, what would you have done? She was that I would say, we can talk in my DMs. There's voice memoing back and forth. It's like having a conversation, but it's not fair for me to get you on a sales call because I know you would say, yes, I know how to sell my programs. And I don't want to convince you. I want you to say yes. Because you want it. You desire it. And that's what I want. In my programs, I don't want to tell you you need this. I don't want to tell you if you don't join, your business is going to plummet. If you don't do this, your business is going to fail. Don't want scare tactics. FOMO scarcity with you know prices increasing things like that totally different because they will continue to increase especially limiting to 25 however I want people to want to work with me I want people who desire to work with me that doesn't take a sales call which just seems slimy in every way shape of the form and I'm so excited to teach this to my inner circle too because I think it's really going to serve and support them but creating from a place of desire creating um, and coming from a place of 
I've been following her on social media. I've seen every piece of content she puts out. Okay, probably not really, but I've seen all of this and I want to work with her. I've done this before. I had my first $40,000 launch because of being super visible. My ad account got canceled. I got shut down for like a week. Of course, the last week of my launch. But it's okay because it made me show up in ways I probably wouldn't have showed up in because I probably would have thought the ads could have taken care of it for me. So do what feels good in your business. And if I have learned anything from my new coach, that is the one thing I will tell you. Do what feels good. Don't do what you feel like you have to do because everybody else is doing it. Do what feels good to you. If you love sales calls, do sales calls. If you don't, don't. It's a little different on the done for you side. Those are typically going to take a call. Discovery calls, what we call them. However, most people to join your program do not need a call. I want you to think about what stresses you out. What is not making you feel good about your business? What doesn't feel easy? Maybe I shouldn't say that. What doesn't feel at ease is not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to stretch you every step of the way. But if you feel like you don't need sales calls for people to join a high ticket program, don't do sales calls. I'll never forget a friend of mine, she had talked to a big sales influencer who's been on TV shows and everything else and they literally would not stop calling her. You are a big freaking name. People desire to work with you because of who you are. Why are you bugging people? It's like the kiosks in the middle of the mall or the Hawaii experience I had when the lady was like, oh, you need to try this, you need to try this. And I was like, uh, no, I'm good. She goes, just come here a second. And I was like, ugh, I don't wanna do this, I'm on vacation. And she goes, can you pull your glasses down? And I'm like, I don't even know where this is going, but I'm pretty sure it's going to go where I don't want it to go. And I pulled my glasses down and she said, oh, I have something for that. Are you freaking kidding me? That's your marketing? How about saying, oh my gosh, you look beautiful. Let's keep it that way. I have the perfect product. Really, people? Scare tactics? No, no, no. I'm not saying I've never done scare tactics. I'm not saying I've never came from a place of wanting you to need what I have because marketing is changing. Sales is changing, right? Kids are becoming multimillionaires on social media, on TikTok, YouTube. It's all changing and it's time for us to change with it. So do what feels good in your business. Change things up. Be different. We don't have to be the same as everybody else. I love being different. I'm in a very supportive, big community. And if we're not different and we're all doing the same thing, how are we setting ourselves apart? How are we differentiating ourselves? Think about that. How can you differentiate yourself and be different? That's my challenge for you today.